It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. At midcourt, extra pass. And it goes for the win! The three-pointer by Jordan Poole! Here's the give. Walker! Kenny Walker! Touchdown! Smarty! Goff's got it. Back, looks, throws, and so yes. caught! Touchdown to Craig Lyons! They did it! Armin Ross, they brought the receiving end! Sends one to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here! A grand slam from a young Cabrera. He's got two goals. Marvin Inundo scores! His first career hat trick in his seventh season for Dylan Larkin. Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Anthony will be with us momentarily. It's a thirsty Thursday, but we're having some technical issues, which is usually a Monday thing around here. Not sure. Anthony will be here in a couple minutes. Pistons lose in Boston last night. Red Wings, believe, got their... I know they won. Fourth straight. Fourth straight, yes. Yes. Uh, In overtime. Shootout. No, shootout, shootout. Yeah, the... uh, They need to just do like a 15-minute three-on-three overtime. That is one of the more electric uh, things to watch in sports is the three-on-three overtime. Because there was like... Four or five two on one rushes. Yes, last night in the five minute overtime, it just ended even in just overtime. A, even just a ten minute. Yeah, just Not ended the five. Yeah, yeah, a five a five and another five. Maybe you just have to end it in overtime. The shootout. Yeah, it's nice that the Red Wings won, but you got it. The shootout is not good. What do they do then if it's just a tie all around? Just Count as overtime loss for both teams. Each team gets a point. If they ended up like tying after those three on three overtimes, I, I guess I I just so hate no one the, gets the two point. Like, I mean, I don't. It's there's really not a comparison. People try to say it's like having a home run derby, uh, or a free throw contest. It's it's really not. I mean. You know, soccer has a goalie. They finish their games, you know, in games that matter. You know, they they do have draws in hockey or in in soccer, but they don't. They also have penalty kicks in, like, playoff games or, you know, whatever. World Cup games. Yeah. I mean, they do them. They have them in every tournament game. But in regular season games, you know, they're not going to – they just do a draw. So I I don't know. I, Gary Bettman's not going to change anything. The the NHL is going to stay the same for a little bit here, I would imagine. Still waiting on uh, Anthony's access. This is uh 
not not a typical thing. Uh, Pistons, Bojan, uh, great game last night. But when you should go 11 for 29 from three and the other team uh, makes 21 threes, you're probably not, probably not going to win that. They... Um, James Wiseman made his Pistons debut. That was cool. We'll talk about that. Uh, I don't know. Sadiq, has Sadiq been playing? Did he play yet for the Hawks? I think he maybe played one game. Uh, I don't know what the heck is going on with Anthony. I hope he's working on it over there. I can't see. I'm just continuing to talk until we figure this thing out. So the Pistons. Okay, so... The Hawks played the Knicks last night. Oh, boy. Sadiq Bay, 18 minutes, one of four shooting, two points, five rebounds. Only one three-point We won attempt. the trade. <laughs> uh, the Hawks are a different type of team. Well, the Hawks are kind of what the Pistons wish they could be instead of, you know, the Pistons going to the three guys that they have that are seven feet tall, they just like to hoist threes. Um, like the Hawks. The Hawks are, that's just what they do. Collins and Young, and now we got, they have Sadiq. They, uh, the Pistons, they're, they, it's, they got James Wiseman the ball a couple times down low, you know, his first few possessions. Those maybe are the first passes down to the block that I've seen all season by this team. But that's why they traded for him. They need a guy that can score on the block, you know, finesse the other team, get get some spacing for the shooters out on this on the uh, three-point line. Oh, look at maybe we're going to connect with Anthony right now. We'll see here. He just popped up can't uh yeah so James Wiseman Pistons debut that was great uh Bojan was just he's lights out it, it kind of frustrates me when he uh has to be a the ball carrier but he was actually doing pretty well he he struggled early he had a couple turnovers early and then after that he was just I think he went 11 of 17 or something like that he was great Jalen Duran tweaked his, I think it's his left ankle. He sprained it the other day and then uh, came down awkwardly on it under the basket yesterday. Not, I, I don't know if he, I don't, I don't think he finished the game. I, he didn't, he didn't play much after that. Uh, gosh, what is going on with Anthony? I'm, I'm concerned we might, uh, we might not have Anthony for a while here if his access isn't going to work. Um, oh, yeah, we can also discuss. Oh, hey, Anthony, is that you? There we go. Hey. Yeah. yeah, can you hear me? I can now. That's weird because I can't even hear myself right now. That's crazy. But you can hear me. You swear to God. I swear you're on air. Okay, well, that's uh, that's a good thing. All right, very nice. Well, we're working. I don't know why... Uh, I don't know why that was. Uh, at first, she didn't appear at all, and then after powering down and restarting, 
multiple times and then trying to connect. It just kept saying timed out. But now uh, I turned it off and turned it back on and it automatically connected. So that's fun. How you guys doing? What's going on over there? Oh, good. We were just, I was just trying to, trying to get through the segment while looking at the screen to see if you were popping up, looking at the camera, looking at the other screen to see if you were actually working on it. There he is. He's here. I swear. You can see me. I'm actually working on it. There's only so much I could do, though. You know, it's just one of those things where it's like, all right, either you're going to connect or you're not. If you don't connect, uh, then I'm not really sure exactly what to do, to be honest with you. I was getting ready to call Albert. That's what I was getting ready to do. I was I was uh, about 90 seconds away from calling Albert going, Albert, I don't know what's going on here. Are you even awake at this time? Which he always is, so... Uh, yeah, what do you guys got? Uh, what else you got going on over there? Oh, we were just, just uh, we just mentioned the Red Wings uh, loss or win in the shootout uh, and James Wiseman's debut with the Pistons. Yeah, pretty exciting stuff yesterday. Um, and we compared it to Sadiq Bay's game. The we won the trade. Night. Yeah, we won the trade. We went one for four, two points in 18 minutes. I mean, that's, look, that's, uh, what was this plus minus? That'll that's, make us even feel better. I, bet. I don't know. The, the Knicks won by like 15, so it probably wasn't great. The Warriors have bigger problems and struggles, uh, and Sadiq Bey is not going to be the guy that's going to fix that for them. I mean, the Hawks? And, you said the Warriors. Yeah, my, my, my fault, my fault. Uh, the Hawks have bigger problems than that. And if you look at what Trey Young, you know, John Collins was on the block for how long? Still, It still might be, even though the deadline's over. Um, they have their own Bogdanovich. Uh, they have Bogdan down there. I just don't know how Sadiq makes them uh, that much better. I really don't. Just like I don't know how Gary Payton the second, like how that, how the Warriors adding him, whenever he finally gets available and, and healthy enough to play. That's a, he's just a very he. Um, he's an important glue. Yeah, guy they last yes year. exactly. He's a glue guy. They really the Warriors fan base really. I don't know. They have a weird connection with Gary Payton. Hey, Pistons fan base had a really weird connection with Sadiq Bay too. I just uh, I don't I, think that I don't think not that anymore. Made, <laughs> they didn't. I don't think that's gonna. I think everybody same, was uh, everybody soured on the Joker thing when you're one for eight every night. You are a Joker. All yeah. right, we'll step aside. We'll come back. Uh, we will we will talk more. The Red Wings. Uh, hey, good game. Good start last night in the first period. We'll talk about that next year. X's and Bros. Michigan Sports Network. There's more to love for less at Meyer. Pick up mouth-watering certified Angus beef boneless New York strip steak and pair it with farm fresh peach or raspberry bubbly Moscato. Get 30% off select Valentine's Day candles and set the table with a three-rose arrangement. Don't forget the sweets. Buy one, get one 25% off Valentine's candy. Find everything you need for a tasty, love-filled Valentine's Day with just one stop at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Do it for the love of money. Saturdays in February, 7 to 11 p.m. Winners choose $3,000 in premium play, $1,500 cash, or 1,500 entries into the February 25th drawing for a Chevy Camaro CL1. For the love of money, $130,000 giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. 
reimagined. Visit TouringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Bill Simonson here for my good friends at Bean Garter. Now, they're one of the top accounting and business firms in Michigan and all across the Midwest and America. They've also partnered with Dorn Mayhew on the east side of the state, and they are stronger than ever before. Just go to beancarter.com to find out more. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com. I also want to thank Tom Rosenbach and his team for their support during the Beat Huge contest from the fall of 2022 through the big game this past Sunday. We had thousands of entries all season long. And thanks to all of you who took part at thehugeshow.net. And we'll be announcing that winner uh, during this week. And somebody's going to get $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter. Find out more how they can help any business, big or small, all across the state of Michigan, all across the Midwest, and even coast to coast. Go to beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. From Traverse City to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City, you're listening to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. So great to have you riding along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio as well. It is an absolute pleasure to have you with us this morning, and sorry for the access problems uh, this morning, but we are uh, we are live and kicking. Don't forget, you can text the keyword "sports radio." Send that to twenty one thousand sports radio to two one zero zero zero. Meyer Super Center guest line two four eight nine five one twenty one seventy six two four eight nine five one two one seven six. We're on Twitter at XB Mornings. Facebook, X's and Bros, and of course, good morning to our television audience as well on BCSN and streaming live all across the world. All across the world on YouTube at Michigan Sports Network. Just uh, click our page there uh, to be able to uh, watch along with us. Find us individually on Twitter. Danny Cahalan is at Dan in the studio. Ryan Elke is at Ryan L underscore key. And I'm Anthony Bellino at AEC Bellino. All right, last night, Red Wings went to Edmonton. Really thought that, hey, you know, by the time I go to bed, we're going to be just fine. No problem whatsoever. Uh, wings were up 2 nothing. Everything was going to be great. Everything's grand. And then it was 4-2 to two at the end of 2, so you still feel great. And then the third period happens. And th- look, this is an Edmonton team that is, you know, sort of, you know, they're they're battling right there with the Seattle Kraken for that final divisional spot for the playoffs in the Pacific, right? And they've got 66 points tied with Seattle through through 30 games. So this was a much uh, bigger test, a better test for the Detroit Red Wings after a couple wins against Vancouver and Calgary. You know, yes, they were they were good wins. I'm happy that the Red Wings had won, but my biggest question was, well, look at where everybody's kind of sitting at in the standings, right? That that's that's the question. Where is everybody at? Because Vancouver and Calgary are very much kind of like where Detroit is at as far as how their season has gone. You know, similar you know similar stand you know similar wins and losses. You know, Calgary has 18 losses. Vancouver has 30 losses against 21 wins. So they're right there. Calgary's got 25 wins. Detroit has 25 wins, right? So you beat teams that are right about kind of where you are at, but how are you going to play 
against a team like Edmonton. And it's a it's a nice little trip there, Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton. It's really nice to be able to get up there and you know be able to see the uh, you know the northern the northwest Pacific area and be able to travel across Saskatchewan and enjoy yourself uh, the Canadian border. Hopefully, you got some maple syrup with some dubs, uh, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, so good for Detroit. This is a good win. Don't like the fact that it had to go to a shootout. That makes me a little uncomfortable. Uh, but then again, you know when you're taking on guys like you know, Leand Wrightsidel, like these these things happen. You know, they, it's Edmonton. They're fighting. They're, they're on the cusp of a playoff berth. The Red Wings really haven't been on the cusp of a playoff berth in weeks, in months, from at least our perspective. And how about our boy, Puce? Puce, P-Y-O-O-S, Puce Suter, with the, uh, the forehand, backhand, well, magic in the shootout in order to get the victory for the Wings. 9 of 11 this season for Husso. For the win for Puce Suter. Puce. And he does it. Puce Suter. The Red Wings with a huge two points in Edmonton. Puce. They win it 5-4. to four. Did you see the actual goal? Because I'm going to retweet it right now and I want to. Uh, no, I was, on, I was uh, on my way home listening on the radio. You were on your way home. Wow. That's late. Uh, I had to pick my mother up from the airport at 1130. Oh, exciting. Where was she at? Uh, Florida. Oh, I wonder if she had tea and crumpets with my mom. How about that? <laughs> uh, but if, if you have the opportunity to, to watch it on Twitter, Puce just like walks this. This is like, you know, you think shootout, you think, uh, you know, you think of somebody with some crazy fast hands, you know what I'm saying, where they're just dangling, dangling, dangling. You know what I mean? This is like slow motion. Let me just, just trot up here. Just forehand, backhand. Like this is a this is a shootout goal you'd expect to see at like a youth level. <laughs> he got it done. It's good, good for Puce, who we thought was pious, who we thought was, uh, you know, however he was going to say it, and it just turned into Puce. What was the other way? It was pious, uh, and then it was. It was just Pew for a minute. Yeah, it was just Pew, and uh, after you know multiple name changes, this is where we. This is where we end up. So good for now, just uh, puce. If you're if you're ever wondering, um, you know, you look at it. Forward Robbie Fabry's dealt, uh, you know, dealt with a, a lot of injuries. This team has dealt, you know, with its fair share of injuries. Trying to get it a, at least to like ninety percent healthy uh, would be would be really nice uh, for this club. And look, they've strung now four wins together. Right, the Calgary win, okay. The two against the Canucks, okay. That's a really nice win against the Edmonton Oilers, only to turn around and go back to Calgary uh, tonight. This is quite a stretch. Uh, a lot of games in a short amount of time. And the good news is, is that they are, you know, you're winning. You're winning some games right now, and that's going to be able to help you when you are trying to play such a rugged schedule uh, like this team is, because this is not this has not been easy uh, at all. You look at this streak. They've played Thursday, Saturday, Monday, Wednesday. They're going to go Thursday, Saturday before they get, uh, you know, and then have to travel from Seattle all the way across the country to the Washington Capitals. Like, that's not going to be easy at all. And that's a Washington Capitals team that may or may not have Alexander Ovechkin, depending on whatever's going on with his uh, his his family issues. So it's it's really crunch time here, you know, in the schedule. And a back-to-back thrown into this mix doesn't help. It's not going to be easy, but it does make it a little bit easier when you're riding a four-game winning streak. 
you know, if you, you know, if the Red Wings would have been in one of those, you know, five, four, five, six game slumps, you come out second night of a back to back, you're a little low energy. You know, that lower energy turns into opponent goals right away. Can't control the puck. You're just, you're, you're just floundering at that point. But don't look now, folks. This team has won six out of their last eight and four in a row. Now you're coming in with a little bit more purpose. Now if you're the Detroit Red Wings, if you're Derek Lalone, you're, you're looking at this, this squad going, hey, all right, here's where we're at right now. We're at 58 points. That's tied with Buffalo. You're two points away from Florida. Like you can, I don't think Tampa's going to be reachable at this point. I'm just being honest. You're 15 points back. Tampa's not going to go on some epic slide. But, you know, would you put it in your locker room, the standings? Look at where you're at. You know, you got you got a little bit of a ways to go, but you have 58 points. Pittsburgh has 63, and they're the number one wild card. Like, you're not dead yet. You're not dead yet. You you still have a, fi- a puncher's chance in this thing. And you look at the Islanders, who are ahead of them with 61 points. You look at the Panthers, who are ahead of them with 60 points. They've each played 57 games. The Wings have only played 53. You got four games in hand. You got three games in hand against the Capitals, and they're the number two wild card team, and their captain isn't with the team right now. Like, I would very, I, I don't know if they do this, but I would be the guy that said, hey, we need some sort of placard on the wall with all the team's logos, all the team's points. I would literally put the standings on the wall so that everybody knows exactly where we're at and how much every single game means. In case you were unaware, when you drove into the arena tonight, you need to play, and you need to play hard. And riding this winning streak, I wouldn't be surprised them to go out to Calgary uh, tonight. 9 o'clock tip-off, or puck drop, by the way, tonight, which really helps all of us, uh, especially because we got to wake up extra early tomorrow for a, for a little remote. We're going to take the show on the road tomorrow morning, so that'll be exciting. But uh, excited, 9 o'clock puck drop, get out there, play aggressive, play hard, play. You can win. You got a puncher's chance. You're still, you're still not out of the playoffs yet. As doom and gloom as we have been, Finally starting to get healthy and turn some things around. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5, win $200 in free bets instantly. Download the DraftKings app, sign up using the promo code HUGE. New customers bet 5 on the NBA, get $200 in free bets instantly. 21 plus in most eligible states varies by jurisdiction. Avoid to our friends in Ontario and Ohio. Bonus issued as free bets. Opt-in is required. Eligibility wagering deposit restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. We're back with more X's and Bros after this here on the Michigan Sports Network. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth Consistently refreshing and consistently light. You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news. 
press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. There's more to love for less at Meyer. Pick up mouth-watering certified Angus beef boneless New York strip steak and pair it with farm fresh peach or raspberry bubbly Moscato. Get 30% off select Valentine's Day candles and set the table with a three-rose arrangement. Don't forget the sweets. Buy one, get one 25% off Valentine's candy. Find everything you need for a tasty, love-filled Valentine's Day with just one stop at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. On the Meyer Guest Line. Call 248 951 2176. That's 248 951 2176. Now, back to Danny, Ryan, and AB. Back here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Danny Gay, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Thank you for joining us. No matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening, all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio as well. Traverse City down to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City. We say good morning to you. We welcome you. Thank you. Appreciate you. And of course, we encourage you to join the program at any time. Text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000. Meyer Supercenter guest line 248-951-2176. 248-951-2176. We're on Twitter at XB Mornings, Facebook, X's and Bros. And of course, hit us up individually as well if you'd like to on Twitter at Dan in the Studio or at Ryan. L underscore key and I am at AC Bellino. All right, last night. Hey, by the way, shout out to uh, my good friend uh, Mark Beyer, the uh, the radio voice of the Toledo Rockets, who was on Wheel of Fortune last night. No way! Yes, that he was. is so cool. And they even had a watch party uh, last night as uh, as well at the Blarney Irish Pub. So they got together. There's like a separate room called the Murray Room, which is really. Really an incredible, uh, incredible space. Small space, probably you know, seats like forty to fifty people. Uh, TVs, its own bar in there. Like it's, it's, it's awesome. And uh, yeah, Mark was on. Uh, Mark was on Wheel of Fortune. We're gonna and have to. Oh, we have to talk to Mark one day. I want to know because you, if you're not a real Wheel of Fortune watcher, you don't know the nuances of how to win the game, and it's very frustrating when you watch people, and you're like. Let me give you an example. If it says things instead of thing, there's probably going to be an S on the end. It's going to be plural. Like people don't understand that. After three or four spins, that bankrupt is going to come. So you either got to go light on your spins or start ripping. Peep. It's frustrating, man. 
Well, they did. Uh, they did play really the well. N64 version. <laughs> That's how I learned. They won Jeopardy or uh, Wheel of Fortune. They That's didn't so win. cool. Yeah, they missed the uh, the grand prize at the end. It was uh, I forget what the slogan was. It was pretty tough though. It was it was pretty tough. And they missed out on a Mercedes Benz, but I think they you know went. I mean, they had like twenty seven thousand, and and the second place team had like six. I mean, they were just mopping the floor with these clowns. And uh, you know, so good for it was a couple's night too. So Mark Byer and his wife, Mister Mrs. Byer, they uh, they took on Wheel of Fortune last night, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, while uh, right before or right after that, because that was right before, uh, right after that, the Detroit Pistons they played their own games uh, last night. They took on the Boston Celtics. And uh, fell 127 to 109. Of course, our good friend Terry over on the west side. Uh, Terry continues to do his incredible research uh, for the betterment of Pistons fans everywhere. Pistons lost to the Boston Celtics, puts them in last place in the Eastern Conference with a record of 15 and 44, which projects to a season ending 21 and 61. I feel like they've been sitting at that 21 uh, and 61 mark for quite some time. And last night was the debut of James Wiseman, who came in off the bench and had 24 points. Uh, fellas, when watching this game last night, immediate reaction to the addition of James Wiseman, because while this game was going on, there was another game that was going on, and I thought to myself, hmm, wait uh, a minute, wait a minute now. <laughs> we, I might have, I might understand what Troy Weaver is doing. When and we, I'll get to that in a minute. When we were struggling to connect with you, I said to Ryan that the Pistons made more post passes last night than they had all season. <laughs> Pretty interesting, right? Dump it down, get some touches out there, work it back outside. Work Space the other guys are out. Who knew you could do that? <laughs> I would really, I, I, I'm waiting anxiously to see the day where Jalen Duran. And and I know that it's not it's not important for him, and so I really think that that's what's most important for him in his first season is that he's not like bent out of shape over the fact that he plays twenty five minutes and only gets you know three three field goal attempts, right? Like that's not I don't think that's nearly enough. I think they need to do more to get him uh, more involved running to the rim, uh, so where we can really see his athleticism uh, on on full display. And that's what. Um... Grant Long was talking about last night. This team doesn't have uh, what he called a pecking order. No, they don't. You they know, have no it's, idea. it should be okay. Bogey gets this this these two possessions even maybe in a row. Like this is this is Bogey shots. All right, now we got to get it down low. Now we got to get it to this guy. They they need to decide who. You know the pecking order. Basically, they need it needs to be Bogey, Ivy. Then who knows after that? <laughs> at, at right now, yeah. And and I I don't I understand what the pecking order and, and why that would be important uh, because you got to get touches to to your to your star. You get your touches to your star, but that doesn't mean that okay like. You know, for instance, Danny said, okay, Bogey gets these two possessions if it works within the flow of the offense. Like, we want to make right. sure and that our best player is getting a touch on, on almost every possession unless there's a break and, you know, you can, get a good, you can get a good look without him having to touch it. But at the end of the day, like, you, you want him to be able to be a focal point of the offense, but you want it to all work within the offense. And I really just, I struggle to see what the, you know, 
on a consistent basis, I struggle to see what the objective of our offense even is uh, on a night-to-night basis. But I'm I'm okay with, you know, Boyan is a, um, I get that Boyan is a great shooter. I do understand that. And he's been pretty fun with the ball at certain times, hitting step backs and hitting some very difficult shots. And he, he played great last night, 12 of 17. Like, are you kidding me? Uh, we just kind of take that that kind of effort for granted uh, because it's you know it's kind of what he does. We twelve of seventeen. You not like you expect to see that from Bogey, but you're not necessarily shocked when it happens, right? For instance, if you saw a twelve of seventeen night for Killian Hayes, the internet would probably melt down. But that's never going to happen, so you don't have to worry about it. S- Isaiah Stewart, you know, four of six from three, five of eight from the floor, fourteen and six for him. You know, very much a a third secondary, you know, sort of option uh, there. Killian Hayes is what it is. He's playing point guard. He had nine assists. That's great. You know, good for him. Ten points, two rebounds, nine assists, three of 11 from the field. At least he made more than one shot. That's an improvement uh, over where he's been. But he's been right around in that, you know, nine, 10, 11 field goals attempted per game. He just can't connect on more than four of them. And then you have Jaden Ivey. Uh, who struggled to shoot it from the long range, but was seven of thirteen overall, just one of five from three. He finished with seventeen five and four, and just uh, you know, just few too many turnovers uh, for for Jaden. Had a couple possessions, you know, it felt like back to back that it was just like, oh goodness, slow down, young fellow. And then you have Jalen Duran, who plays twenty five minutes, grabs eight rebounds, and only scores two points because he's just not emphasized on offense enough. And, and he was he was uh he tweaked his his ankle yesterday, so he was not not healthy, not running at at hundred percent. I just if there was a if there's a way to get him, and Killian's got to be able to, and maybe it's Jaden Ivy that they do this with anyways, um, where maybe the first pass is off to you know Jaden Ivy on the wing, and then you're running you know Jalen Duran from the opposite block. You know what would be nice? Court. It would be nice if if Killian didn't. Remember last year, Killian didn't have that confidence uh, to shoot like that twelve footer, and he would he would like be hesitant with it. If he could go in there with that hesitation, and then just toss one up to Jalen Duran three or four times, that would be great. Because that's like what needs three to happen. Or four easy buckets. Yes. Because, you know, pass the ball. And, you know, get and your th- defender up in the air, throw it up, boom, lights out. It should it should really be that simple, it really should. Um, but maybe some standard post ups too for Jalen, just to see you know see where his development has come as far as his, his post game and you know what he's got as the kids like to say in his bag. But it was the first viewing for James Wiseman who made his debut for the Detroit Pistons and in twenty four minutes off the bench, backing up Jalen Duran. Uh, he finished with 11 points and five rebounds, and he was five of nine from the floor. And to be honest with you, for all the talk about, oh, he doesn't play defense, he can't do this, he can't do that, I actually was pretty impressed with what I saw uh, from James Wiseman. You know, late in the game, there was a situation where, you know, James Wiseman is referred to as a drop big. And what that means is when there is a high screen set on the ball handler, at uh, the top of the th- top of the key, right uh, outside the three-point line, when that high pick and roll is coming, or pick and pop for that matter, when the screen comes, he doesn't do a great job of hedging on the ball. In fact, nobody in the NBA does a great job of hedging on the ball, and so 
he will kind of drop into a space where here comes the screen, whether you know my, my teammate is going over or under the screen, depending on who the shooter is. He kind of drops to deter the ball handler from getting all the way to the rim. And there was a, a sequence of events where you know he did a nice job in a couple of possessions, but that position, like that I- ideology of how the big man plays is kind of going out of style, going a little bit uh, extinct just because the guards are so good with the basketball in their hands in today's game that, you know, if there is any hesitation there, that's it's literally one dribble, step back, shot, and then you just gave up three points. And it's like, well, you know, you got to be able to, you know, guard the ball until your man can get back, and then you have to recover. And if you don't recover in time, if you aren't getting help uh, from the weak side, the, the play, they, that's all it takes. These are professional players. It shouldn't take more than, more than one or two actions uh, to get a good look at the NBA level. Like it's a 24 second shot clock. By the time you get the ball over half court, you got 18 seconds. That's time for one or two actions. Pass, pass, pass. Boom, done. Uh, if the ball moves, now if the ball sticks and somebody's got that issue where they just like to dribble a lot, that's its uh, its own problem. But I actually, I actually really liked James Wiseman uh, last night. Shout out to my boy uh, Hammy too. By the way, 16 minutes, 10 points. Come on, Hammy. Five of eight for the floor. Come on, Hammy. It's our guy. Big Hamadou Diallo show. Love that guy. Good effort player. Limited minutes. I hope he sticks with this team. Brings great athleticism to the floor. So I was I was thinking about the Pistons, and I was watching another game simultaneously while that one was going on. Um, you know, as my eyeballs are glued to the screen of the Pistons, I look over during commercial breaks or or when a specific team has a possession, and I'm watching a little bit of what is taking place in Philadelphia. And you might be thinking, why are you looking at like what's going on in Philadelphia? It's because the Cleveland Cavaliers were there. And I think I might have come up with something here. I think if you follow the path of what Troy Weaver has done and how he has built this team. Stop I, it. I swear to God. Follow Anthony. Me follow me. Follow me here. This- From just a structural standpoint, you look at some of the Cleveland Cavaliers players in what they trot out there with Jarrett Allen at the center at 6'9", 6'10". Evan Mobley at power forward at 6'11". They do have Robin Lopez on the roster at 7 feet. Like, they've got some they've got some big bodies. They also have no one even close to as good as Darius Garland, let alone Donovan Mitchell. Do we have anybody who's as good as Karis LeVert or Danny <laughs> Green at this point? <laughs> you know what I mean? Welcome back, Danny Green. But I, what I'm what I'm saying is, is that I kind of see a little bit what maybe Detroit is, you know, kind of looking for in a in a Cleveland team that's thirty twenty three. Lo- do you mean they're looking for Evan Mobley? <laughs> Uncalled for, Dan. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, it's uh I I know what you're saying. They but have tall like, oh. tall like uh lanky athletic bigs mixed with uh some versatile guards. Yeah, and you could play like people like, "Oh my god, why would you have another 7-footer out there?" It's like you, you know you you could play with multiple people that are are huge. Like it's it's possible. Now, how do Jalen Duran and James Wiseman because you know, there is Detroit Weaver really likes James Wiseman and thought that he was the best player in his draft class, and he wasn't going to get the opportunities in Golden State. They needed him to 
you know, round peg, square hole, right? They needed him to be one way. You're never going to get those chances on a team that's looking to contend right now. Uh, and this was said across the board. The best thing for James Wiseman is just to get out there and get NBA reps, is to play NBA minutes. I thought that Draymond's commentary on uh, James Wiseman was spot on. And you know I don't agree with anything Draymond says, so you know I had to be all in on 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 that. But truly, do like you it, see uh, just watching him? Uh, you know the one game. Obviously, I've seen him play a few games for Golden State. Um, if he gets more patient with the ball in his hands, I, I see a little uh, Embiid in there. He just he he's played fewer minutes than Jalen Duran. <laughs> let's he's, let's he's put played, it in perspective. He's played what now? With last night's game, sixty-one games since since he was drafted. Like that's just not enough time. Just not enough time. And remember, he only played like three college games. Yeah, it was even he before was he was suspended indefinitely for impermissible benefits. Which now became uh, name image like this. Here's what Draymond Green said about James Wiseman. To James Wiseman, man, uh, Jimmy Wise. Not an ideal start to your NBA career. Um, I mean, not ideal at all. Being moved to the Detroit Pistons gives James an opportunity to restart that. And I think that's such a beautiful thing. Um, I feel like in this trade, James Wiseman gets what he needs. The Warriors got what they need. James Wiseman needs to go somewhere where he can play where he can get minutes and reps, and he's not expected to compete at a championship level. And he did that, or they did that. It's happened for him in going to Detroit, where you're with a bunch of other young guys who's going to make a ton of mistakes, and you just get to play through those mistakes and learn through those mistakes because as we know in life, experiences, experience is life's greatest teacher. So for James Wiseman to go to a situation where he will have the opportunity to play and play through mistakes. It's great for him uh, because he's super talented, super skilled, just haven't had the reps. Played three games in college, um, 20 games his rookie year, no games his second year. He's probably played 15 games this year of actual NBA games. Like, you just, how do you get the reps? How do you see that picture that everyone wants to see that, developing that everyone wants you to see if you never get the reps yeah you can watch as much film as you want but you need the reps and so jimmy wise good luck you're a champion and it's a lot of guys that have been in this league for 10 15 years that don't check that box well yeah it's just that that's being very fortunate is being drafted to a championship winning team all right let's, let's calm down here draymond like yeah i understand that he does have a ring I get I that. I mean, uh, how do you get the reps though? Doesn't that make you You're not because you're not going to you're not going to fit in with that team when you have to there's no opportunity for a learning curve. And there that, was when he was there though, Anthony. But for him to be what everyone thought he was going to be, Golden State was never going to make James Wiseman the focal point of the offense. Like they weren't going to it's like, "All right, let's feed James Wiseman 20 times today." and take away 15 shots from Stephen Clay. Yeah, that was... Uh, so, like, it, I get that point of, like, hey, like, you came in, didn't work out, and you got hurt. 
We'll we'll send you somewhere else where you can you can grow. Yeah, 61 total games. He played 39 games his first year and averaged 11 points and 6 rebounds, right? In very limited touches, but he was getting like almost 10 shots a game. That's not bad. 9.4 field goals attempted per game and over 52% because a lot of that is, you know, in the key. And then you don't play at all in your second year because you injure your knee. You come out, you know, in this 22-23 season and you've appeared in 22 games. So, uh, James Wiseman, things are looking up. We'll step aside. We'll be back with more X's and Bros after this here on the Michigan Sports Network.